Marketplace is supported by Putnam Investments, recognizing the value of financial advice since 1937. Putnam Investments, a world of investing. Produced in association with the University of Southern California. The United States will take a collective breather tomorrow, stopping to give thanks and eat. But in Europe, there is no rest for the weary and the worried, as country after country falls into a massive pit of debt. From American Public Media, this is Marketplace. Marketplace is supported by Toyota. Toyota is sharing technology and ideas for a better world. Learn more at toyota.com slash ideas for good. And by Progressive Insurance, helping people shop for car insurance at 1-800-PROGRESSIVE and progressive.com. From the Frank Stanton Studios in Los Angeles, I'm Tess Vigland in for Kai Rizdahl. Thanks for joining us on this Wednesday, the 24th day of November, T-1 for Turkey. Here is the story that just won't go away. Today there was fresh evidence the trouble is not over in Europe's debt crisis. Ireland is proposing the deepest budget cuts in its history. Students protested over education cuts in Italy and the UK. And a workers' strike shut down much of Portugal. Is this a sign of more worries ahead, or does it reflect slow but steady progress in pulling those countries back from the brink? Here's our senior business correspondent, Bob Moon. Today's strike by Portugal's two main labor unions closed schools and hospitals and caused travel chaos. Workers are already shouldering much of the burden from Portugal's debt crisis. Gracieta Cruz is a leader of the country's biggest trade union federation. She spoke to the BBC. There are strong and uh, quite hard measures, but certainly these measures were not the last one. We certainly are going to have another package of brutal measures against workers. The unions fear an even stronger dose of tough medicine that could come attached to a bailout from the International Monetary Fund. Jacob Kierkegaard is an expert on Portugal at the Peterson Institute for International Economics. He says the country's crisis probably doesn't pose much of a threat to the U.S. economy, given its limited trade and banking relationships. But once creditors finish with Portugal, they could set their sights on a bigger European target. This is the same worry that we have every time we've seen one of these dominoes fall. Who's next? What we need to worry about is whether or not the markets, in my opinion, irrationally transmits contagion from Portugal onto Spain. Kierkegaard says it may have the appearance of a haphazard jump from one crisis to the next, but he remains optimistic Europe's case-by-case response is doing some good. This may not be as fast as the U.S. was able to put together its stimulus plans, but the European Union is actually a club of different nations, so it's taking more time to work through its troubles. These bailouts come with very tough conditionality, and you are actually very aggressively attacking the underlying economic inefficiencies in these economies. He says as long as that process continues, painful though it may be, stability should return. Eventually. I'm Bob Moon for Marketplace. New claims for unemployment benefits continue to drop. The four-week moving average is at its lowest level since August of 2008. But the unemployment rate is stubbornly stuck just shy of 10 percent. The Federal Reserve addressed the jobs issue in the minutes from its November meeting. It said unemployment will remain high for at least a few more years. And what really stood out was that the Fed indicated that the jobless rate may stay between 5 and 6 percent over the long haul, a new and higher normal. We asked Marketplace's Elisa Roth to explore what that means. 
Unemployment's been more than 9% for a year and a half. Sylvia Allegretto is an economist at the University of California, Berkeley. She says a healthy U.S. economy needs an unemployment rate of 5%. To get to that level, she figures the economy has to create 12 million jobs because we've already lost so many and there are still new people entering the workforce. The problem is we're only creating about 100,000 jobs a month. At the rate that we're going, uh, that certainly uh, is going to be many, many years before we um, fill in that jobs gap and are able to get on a reasonable unemployment rate. Still, there's a growing debate over whether a return to 5% unemployment is realistic. And the U.S. may have to get used to a normal unemployment rate of 6%. But it's hard to predict how long it could take to get even to that level. The high unemployment rate is already causing problems.